0: Welcome to another podcast, Shores Community Church. This is an opportunity for us to talk about topics that maybe are not covered on a Sunday morning, and to dive into issues that people struggle with. And so I'm here with Scott Domont, our our evangelist who who spreads the word all over the just the western side of the
1: state. Maybe that's. Broad, too broad. <laughs> wherever wherever God sends us, right? Like you, you two, like wherever we can, we yep. we go. I'll go. We're
0: ready to go. And so I think it's it's great to have Scott's perspective because he is ha- asking questions, having conversations of of people who wrestle with faith, are not coming from that kind of predetermined starting point of belief, but are are a little bit. Uh, or more, more questioning more skeptical, mm-hmm. and so you have to have answers for the the questions they raise so so i I value the I value having you as a partner in these podcasts i guess that 's my way of saying that, and also it 's helpful to have kind of that that in the back of our minds as we 're covering a topic like we 're going to be covering today yeah. Because this particular topic, imprecatory psalms,
1: it kind of puts a bad taste in people's mouth. Yeah, when they read it, especially they, an unbeliever reads, you know, this almost it seems like hateful speech. Hateful speech, and yeah. and especially in the culture we're living in, mm-hmm.
0: where we are, everybody's way too sensitive. Yeah, as if, if you. Uh, the variety of ways we can trigger a person right <laughs> and and how somehow we have to be aware of all of the, the all of the possible possible triggers that that we could we could trip if if we say the incorrect thing it, it it's difficult to even have a conversation sometimes yeah now we're going to read a psalm like psalm 58 right <laughs> Which,
1: which is psalm. a good,
0: which is a good example of an imprecatory psalm, and so I, I, maybe we need to quickly define some language yeah, right here.
1: Yeah. So, so what is an imprecatory psalm? There's different kinds of psalms, and you can kind of categorize them right differently. So we have psalms of thanksgiving; those are psalms that give thanks to God for uh, you know who He is and, and His many blessings. We have psalm, psalms of lamentation, sorrow over sin. Sorrow over the consequences of sin and kind of where we are. And then there's what's called Psalms of Ascent. And I think even some of the psalms like Greg the end will say a psalm of ascent. Like what, what is that? You know, that's uh you know what that is th- that's literally uh, Jerusalem is on a hill, a right. city that's set on a hill. And so that's a psalm that's started to be recited or sung as you go up to Jerusalem. That's mm-hmm. what they say, go up to Jerusalem. That doesn't mean up north, it means up that would be geologically in elevation? Yeah. Right? right. So climbing the hill. Mm-hmm. So the Psalm of Ascent. There's the Pilgrimage Psalms. There's the Royal Psalms, which speak of like royal imagery of thrones, coronations, and processions. Um, then there's the Wisdom Psalms that are psalms that offer guidance, uh, warnings, and help to protect, uh, direct people uh, to live as God desires us to. And then there's Imprecatory Psalms. To imprecate the definition means to utter or invoke a curse against someone or something. Curse. Yeah. To utter or invoke a curse against someone or something. And there are several Psalms where David just seems to fly off the handle. He's in agony, uh, he's, in, he's coming from a place of pain and heartache, mm-hmm. and he is just crying out. And in his crying out to God, he unloads on his enemies. Right. And it's kind of harsh language. So, so when we use the word curse, I think
0: sometimes it carries the, the connotation of maybe witchcraft. And, and to be clear, when we say curse, it, David is, is praying against the wickedness and injustice of the people who are are harming him, mm-hmm. so he, he, it's not that he is somehow using the spiritual force around him to to bring ill misfortune on that person. Right? He's calling on God. The because David obviously has a very very firm belief that Yahweh is the only god and he mm-hmm. he's the one who will answer prayers and he has this very monotheistic approach to faith and and to belief and he's calling on god to bring judgment on a person yeah or groups of people and say god act on my behalf respond with mm-hmm. and and bring judgment bring bring justice Mm-hmm. Here here my case here I'm I'm making and that this that I'm being treated poorly and I who have followed and walked righteously is is being it's being harmed and I and I want you to step in. And and so it so when we hear curse don't think voodoo or yeah, witch, witchcraft. or witchcraft witchcraft or it's it's not it's not taking a voodoo doll and putting pins in it or it's nothing it's nothing pagan like that it's it's he's praying to God saying god act on on my behalf,
1: yeah, and he and I don't well we'll get probably get this later, but like you were saying, it really is there's a sense where he has the idea of God's name right. and God vindicate himself and vindicate what is right, mm-hmm. but he is personally David is personally involved, yeah and I'm, I'm sure it's not only David that writes precatory Psalms. I didn't pay attention to which ones. There's multiple Psalm writers. Not, right. David isn't the only one who wrote the book of Psalms. Um, but yeah, Psalm 58 is a good example. Let's read it. Let's read it. Do you rulers indeed speak justly?
0: Do you judge people with equity? No. Hmm. In your heart, you devise injustice, and your hands mete out violence on the earth. Even from birth the wicked go astray, from the womb they are wayward, spreading lies. Their venom is like venom of a snake, like the cobra that has stopped its ears, that will not heed the tune of the charmer, however skillful the enchanter may be. Break the teeth in their mouths, O God. Lord, tear out the fangs of those lions. Let them vanish like water that flows away. When they draw the bow, let their arrows fall short. May they be like the slug that melts away as it moves along, like a stillborn child that never sees the sun. Before your pots can feel the heat of their thorns, whether they be green or dry, the wicked will be swept away. The righteous will be glad when they're avenged, when they dip their feet in the blood of the wicked. Then people will say, surely the righteous still are rewarded. Surely there's a God.
1: Judges the earth. End of Psalm. He kind of begins with talking about injustice, right? And then he ends with, There is a God who judges yeah. the earth. And so, so clearly, he's, he's directing this
0: psalm to the proper person. Mm-hmm. It's not him who avenges. He, David's not taking, he's not saying, Hey, God, give me the green light so I can kill him. Mm-hmm. He's actually asking God to do the avenging. God, you bring justice, whatever that looks like. And I, I think as I read this psalm, the most troubling section is the righteous will be glad when they're avenged, when they dip their feet in the blood of the wicked.
1: Yeah, that's pretty vivid, isn't
0: it's it? It's vivid. It is also feel like I'm participating in this. Like I, I'm i feeling vindicated at their demise, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. When their bloody corpse are are strewn around, and I walk among it, I will say, "There, it's right now." Yeah, and and I think as as a New Testament believer, we we run quickly to this idea of, ju- of grace and mercy and forgiveness.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: So that's I think why this doesn't settle well
1: as we read it, right? Right. It makes me, and just as you were reading it too, it made me think of this verse in Romans 16 where it says, Paul is writing, and he says, the God of peace will soon crush Satan under your feet. Ah, interesting. So,
0: yeah. So, so definitely, well, we'll talk more about this, but about how to pray a prayer like this, yet with also including the words of Christ. So why don't we, why don't we yeah. actually juxtapose this passage with Matthew chapter 5? Right. you want to read
1: that? So then Jesus is teaching, and he says in Matthew 5, starting in verse 43, now we'll go through 48, he says, he's teaching, You have heard that it was said, You shall love your neighbor and hate your enemy. But I say to you, love your enemies, You therefore must be perfect, as your heavenly Father is perfect. So Jesus is saying to pray for our enemies, mm-hmm. and David was praying for his enemies for their demise, right? right, for their destruction. But the the direction of that passage is is, is to pray good things for your yeah. enemies, and actually yeah. to bless your enemies, to bless them, right? Bless and curse not in uh, Romans. Uh, Twelve. It says, "Let love be genuine. Abhor what is evil. Hold fast to what is good. Love one another with brotherly affection. Outdo one another in showing honor." Later on in the same chapter, uh, beloved, never avenge yourselves, but leave it to the wrath of God. So, even though Jesus in this case, and also here Paul in Rome, Roman in the book of Romans. Is saying we don't avenge ourselves. There is a there is vengefulness that is coming. And and it will be just and it will be perfect. So
0: why don't we parse this out a little bit? So we have these these two thoughts. Are they contradictory? Is Jesus contradicting Paul here?
1: No. No uh, I didn't. challenging Paul? No, or, I sorry. Didn't. David. Uh, David, yeah, David. I don't... So, and we talk back and forth and, and, you know, still working through it. I I don't say that I'm totally clear on it myself, but the Old Testament is oftentimes, in my perspective, it is types and shadows of what we have now in the real. And it also pictures for us what we don't see, but it's real. And I I see that... um, what David is speaking of as far as enemies and we're picturing as human en- enemies, we can say these, there is a spiritual, there are spiritual en- enemies that well, we have. Well, 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 let's, let's, let's think through
0: a particular example because I think that might help us as we, as we maybe approach this topic of an imprecatory prayer. Yeah. And, 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 and maybe, it it'll become clear on on how a believer ought to respond. So I've been going back and forth if I should use this example, as I try to stay away from political, you know, political discussions, political opinions. But I'm going to talk about this. Maybe they're listening to this podcast from a different state. Maybe, but we're. We're in the state of Michigan, which I'm assuming everyone who's listening to this podcast is aware of. And our governor is Governor Gretchen Whitmer, right? He's fairly infamous
1: to a lot of other states. As well, so. <laughs> infamous. See, you're going quicker. <laughs> well, she's known, like she's known in other states. Yeah. Like she's famous All right. for some and of her things. So now,
0: Governor Whitmer has really made a, her personal political agenda to, to promote abortion. Mm-hmm. Now, she calls it
1: Reproductive rights, but it's killing of a baby. Yeah, the, no no rights of the life of the baby just right. for people to reproduce. And the
0: and and obviously the scriptures are so clear yeah. that that we're that baby that was knit together in 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 its mother's womb.
1: Yeah, that Thou that's shall all life. Not kill. Thou yeah, shalt
0: not murder. And that's murder. That's 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 it's, destroying it's, life. That was for, made in the image of God. Made in the image for no other reason. That it's it's inconvenient to carry this to term mm-hmm. because from that point forward you could, especially in the society that we're a part of, you can hand it on to so adoption. many
1: loving mm-hmm. homes that want, would love to want have a newborn baby want, want, a want a baby so badly yeah uh, the the list of people waiting is just it's long yeah and so and you, there are people there are so organizations that will help these. Uh, through the pregnancy, help them through it, and financially. So it's pure
0: self-interest and in, in inconvenience of actually carrying that child mm-hmm. to term. That is is why this abortion is occurring. Mm-hmm. And We call it reproductive rights, as if it it's somehow your civil liberty to kill. You know, it's interesting we don't apply that in other areas, right? But yeah. evidently, with with helpless babies in the womb, it's okay. Mm-hmm. So it's important to me. This is one of those issues that just riles me up every time. I try to be careful when I, if I talk about it because I, I'm, I'm pretty passionate yeah. about it. And, I, and I, don't, I, I don't like the message that that sends ethically, morally, to, to a society that, that subsets of society are expendable, like subcategories of society, like the unborn. Mm-hmm. They're expendable. And we create, I think, that just sets up a... Very bad moral system. Sure does, absolutely. Governor Whitmer has made this a, a, an
1: important like a rallying cry. Yeah, it's very, very much, important her, to her. Yeah, it's a pendant for her she waves around for sure. And
0: I, can I? So now, I I don't want abortion in my state, right? And I don't want the possibility heart. of it. I, okay. w- I want it to be illegal mm-hmm. fully fully illegal. What do I do when I approach this person in prayer H- How do I pray for this for this issue and for her
1: in yeah, particular bring that the question is do we do we ask that she be brought down to the grave that she be her teeth be broken or, or yeah. do we pray? <laughs> Blessings for her, so let's and pray against so, so her this, idea.
0: So this is where thought. I think this is where I, I, I'm I'm drawing application. When I'm praying for Governor Whitmer and and her political agenda, I, I believe I can pray an imprecatory prayer towards her message. I pray that. God can confound her,
1: mm-hmm.
0: confuse her mm-hmm. in this particular area of her thought pattern. I pray that anything she attempts will, will you know, will fall. fall and fail. Fail.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: You know, I mean, just let's just read the words of Psalm 58 when it comes to the issue of abortion. On this issue, break the teeth in their mouths, oh God. Yeah. This issue break the teeth off or the, the effectiveness of the communication of this of this message. Yeah. Let them vanish like water that flows away. When they draw the bow let their arrows fall short. So let yeah. them let them be ineffective. Let yeah. let let the arrows not accomplish the purpose of that arrow being shot. Let let the Let this thought uh, drain away like water. Mhm. Let they, be, let they be like a slug that melts away as it moves along. So at Governor Whitmer and the people she surrounded herself with, let their influence be like a slug that melts away. Mm-hmm. Like a stillborn child that never sees the sun. Let the abortion agenda of segment of our politicians in our state be like the babies that they want aborted. Let it just Never die. See the sun. Never see the sun. Let it yep. let it fall, and 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 fail. And so, I now I'm not directing that prayer at her personally. I'm directing it at what she's trying to accomplish. Yeah, the organization,
1: her thoughts, that, yeah. that is and all of that movement. Absolutely, but for her herself, right? Like First Timothy two, uh, one through four says. Her salvation right we want that is the would be the greatest victory yes that she would come to know repent to repent from her ways he stands before a judge uh, that she needs to be terrified about right and flee from the wrath of God that is coming upon her man can you imagine I, her standing any of these people with the blood of thousands of babies Millions of babies on, on their hands, hands, standing before an Almighty, Holy God, in whose image they were made, so and had to, to answer for that. So, so They will so, answer for that.
0: So now, the the tone or the approach of my prayer has shifted to now, in in righteous anger, I pray an imprecatory prayer against the narrative or the thought pattern or the agenda, the political agenda. I can now. Pray out of compassion and empathy for her soul, for her personally. Yeah, for her personally. She's also made in God's image. She is, and she's she is as worthy of redemption as anyone else. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you and I about- am not. I I have received the mercy and grace of God. I, but I I'm as depraved as anyone, as her, or as 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 anyone in their standing mm-hmm. before God. We're all in need of of mercy. So. Yeah, I, I, then I would pray a prayer of, of, of really appealing of the gospel, appealing to to her to turn to Christ, and that God would enlighten and open up her mind to the truth of the of the word. So yeah, so, so in a way, we're we're trying to be careful to say we're we're not cursing the person, but the lie that the person is. is is teaching. And yeah. so, and, and, and then in a sense, it, it becomes almost a, a spiritual warfare
1: prayer. Yeah. Wouldn't you agree? Yeah. And that's where, and I don't really know how to do that, I'll be honest, as far as like Ephesians six twelve, it says, for we do not wrestle against flesh and blood. We're not wrestling against Gretchen Whitmer. No. We're not wrestling against whatever party you feel like you're wrestling against. Uh, we're not uh, wrestling against the Whatever politics are going on in this country, we wrestle uh, against the rulers and against the authorities, against the cosmic powers over this present darkness, against spiritual forces of evil in heavenly places, um, and and that, you know, if if our prayers, if we do can do imprecatory prayers towards Satan, towards whatever demonic principality that is ruling over the deceit that is de- deceptive spiritual forces that are are blinding the eyes uh of these leaders and blinding the eyes of their victims really right um we can pray imprecatory cursing type prayers against those Yep. i think that we have a model as we read those imprecatory psalms like psalm 53 109 is very very strong we have that model to pray those against spiritual forces. Yeah, and and just remember, I I take
0: this this topic very seriously because I believe in the power of prayer. Mm-hmm. So I I believe that when you pray, it moves the heart of God. God responds, and so I I want to do this.
1: I, I want to pray properly, mm-hmm. and He is described in that. I want to pray His will. Yeah. Yeah. He is described in the Old Testament as a warrior. Yeah. And as a yeah, Exodus a God, 15 talks about that. Yeah. yeah, a God of the armies of Israel. Yeah. Uh, of the hosts, right? So there's Man this angelic war. host that, like Jesus even said, don't didn't you know when at his betrayal in the garden, I could have called 10,000 angels. Like there's a whole spiritual force on the edge of their seat. Just ready. Ready to jump in. <laughs> and uh Jesus had something else to accomplish, but there is this sense like that there's an invisible ward that we don't see and and we should be praying into that
0: yeah
1: yeah and so
0: so as if we if we really focus the imprecatory prayer on the thought on the narrative, on the messaging on the the stronghold thought pattern that that is so wicked, mm-hmm. And on the the spiritual lies and the demonic lies that are behind it, yep. you know, really propping it up, purporting it, then I think
1: we're safe. I feel that way within the I will feel of God. That way, and okay. it, it balances exactly with what Jesus and Jesus said, and what Paul, yeah, what Paul writes too. Because because then when it comes to the actual person
0: himself, herself, we're we're now actually praying. A, a prayer blessing
1: blessing. Mm-hmm. Because we, we want we want the best for Governor Whitmer. Now you think about Paul, he killed believers. Right. You know, he, he said, hey everybody, I'll watch your coats so nobody steals them while they stoned the first <laughs> martyr. <laughs> uh, so he had blood oh. on his hands. And yet God mm. did turn his and, heart and look at how God used him. And he ends up writing these verses that we that we read. You know, he wrote to Timothy about urging that supplications and prayers be made for all people and, and specifically he listed kings and those in high positions and at that time that he wrote that, I think it was Nero, right? Yeah. This is a very, very wicked, wicked man. Very wicked. Yeah. So,
0: so, to kind of, you know, pull this, pull this conversation to, to kind of an ending point, pray against The wickedness of the age, yeah. And pray for the souls of the people, who who are who are promoting it, Mm -hmm. and and be bold in your prayers. Don't shy away from from praying prayers that will will really confront what we're seeing happening in our state, in our country. Pray without ceasing. Yeah. Pray with passion. Mm-hmm. As you read in Psalm fifty-eight, one hundred nine.
1: These are these are passionate psalms. Yeah, that's a good word for it. Pray with passion, not dry. These are not dry prayers. No. They're uh, stale, dusty. These are tears and anguish, yeah. and that's that is how we should pray. I'm not saying all the time people think you lost your mind, but sometimes they did think David lost his mind because yeah, he cared so deeply. Yeah. I mean, and he was also facing a lot a, a lot of hardship as
0: as a king of, mm-hmm. you know, especially with this all the rebellion of his son. But hey, thank you for listening in. I'm I'm glad that you took some time to hear and 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 really think through this topic with us. Um it we'll be talking actually I probably should clarify that we're going to take some time off i'm going on a trip to thailand you can pray for <laughs> so thailand. i'm going to be i'm going to be out of the country for for a few weeks and then when we come back uh we'll, we'll pick up a new topic and and we're just we're happy that you've you listened in thank you god bless